Supersonic Pod Comics presents From the Journals of Kid Raptor, a random story by Ben Avery. Superhero Journal, Day 21. I wish I had started this journal earlier, but there was no indication that anything unusual was going on. But I know now. Man, oh man, do I know now. That's the day my life got flipped, turned upside down, to quote the bard. So, there is no day one entry in this journal. Day one would have been the day that that thing in space got destroyed. The asteroid, or spaceship, or whatever it was. Ask anyone where they were on that day, when that happened, and they have an immediate answer. My answer? I was at home. Mom asked me to take out the trash before I went over to my buddy Hector's place to play video games. I remember dropping the trash bag into the trash can and closing the lid and then looking up because I heard something weird. Then I saw something weird. I figured it was ball lightning or something. And then there was a flash of light. And then there was a flash of dark. And then I woke up in the middle of the front lawn and it was six hours later. I think I can be forgiven that I had no idea that my superhero origin story had just happened. One minute, I was taking out the garbage. The next minute, I was a superhero. Okay, potential superhero. But I had powers. I just didn't know it yet. Now I do. But that's how I got them. It had to be. Giant light ball from space hits me, and then a few weeks later, I have superpowers? I mean, two plus two. It just equals four. My mom and dad felt terrible, of course. They didn't even know anything had happened. They thought I was at Hector's house. So when I stumbled into the house in the middle of the night and told them I got struck by lightning or something, my mom cried because she felt guilty that she didn't even know I was gone. And my dad rushed me to the hospital, to the emergency room, and when all was said and done, I ended up missing a few days of classes. But on what would have been day four, I was more or less back to normal and back to school. Also, on day three, Hector came over to my place and I completely obliterated him playing Interstellar Dragon War, which never happens. Maybe that should have been my clue that something had happened to make me, well, to make me super. (laughs) Okay, maybe not, but all that was weeks ago. Today, I was backstage, alone, up on a ladder, painting the backdrop for this semester's production of Fiddler on the Roof. Okay, I was doing a couple things wrong. I shouldn't have been there alone. And I was up pretty high. Higher than I felt comfortable being, and and probably higher than Doc Sawyer would have approved of if he had seen me. I stumbled. I fell. But I didn't hit the ground. Instead, I heard a whoosh of something like fire, and I was heading back up again. I found myself soaring through the auditorium and around the room in a tight, fast circle. Flaming wings had sprouted from my back. I couldn't feel them there, but I could see them. And and I could know them. I was controlling them in my mind as naturally as I control my, my hands or legs or eyes. Well, I was controlling them until I realized that I was doing it. And as soon as I started to think about it, I panicked and I slammed into the wall and bounced off and found myself rolling down the aisle of the auditorium. Dazed, I got up, looked around. No one was there. Absolutely no one. So no one saw me fly. Just before I hit that stage, 
I flew and I flew around that auditorium three times. I'm something new now. The only word I can use to describe it is, is super. So I've got the super part. And now it's time for me to work out how to take what I've got and add in the, the hero part. 20 days ago, I was Jim Anderson, nobody. Then destiny struck and turned me into Jim Anderson, superhero. Day 26. I finally got up the courage to jump off the ladder again to see if I could trigger my powers. I hurt my ankle when I hit the ground, walked with a limp all day. So far as a superhero, I pretty much suck. Day 28. Worked on my superhero suit today. Yes, it's been a week since I first flew, but I need to be ready for when I do it again. I've realized that spandex is not the greatest material to use if you want to intimidate criminals, even if they are a cowardly superstitious lot. At least if you're 5'11 and weigh 180. Maybe I should start weight training, drop out of the musical, and join a sports team? I haven't noticed any day-to-day changes in my strength or endurance, though. I still get winded walking up the third floor to my speech class. Day 30. I went out to the old water tower outside town, where some of the guys bring their girlfriends on Friday nights. It's quiet, it's secluded, and there's a tree with branches that have grown near the bottom of the ladder. That ladder that's about 20 feet off the ground, so people can't get to it. But from this tree, you can climb up there pretty easily. So, I climbed up. And I stood up there on that walkway that goes around the water tank for 20 minutes. Maybe more. I looked over the edge of that walkway more times than I can count, but every time I just shrank back and put my back against the tank. I think the ladder didn't work when I fell and hurt my ankle because I knew the fall was safe, I think. I think my power was triggered when I fell that first time because I was in danger. So falling from up on the water tower would be dangerous, but I just couldn't get myself to jump. And I climbed back down the ladder and drove home. I'm starting to think that maybe when I called this journal my superhero journal, Might have been a little bit of a misnomer. Day 33. It happened, and it was terrifying and wonderful. I was downtown at the used bookstore that I like to go to. I I was hoping to find a copy of Dune Messiah. I know I can find it new online, but I love discovering old books in the wild, especially books I really want. Then some idiot who clearly didn't do his homework, and doesn't know anything about used bookstores came in. The reason I know he doesn't know much about used bookstores is that he demanded that the owner, Ms. Ramirez, open the register and give him all the cash. First of all, most transactions are going to be electronic and there's not going to be a lot of cash in there. And second of all, I love Ms. Ramirez, but the store doesn't do much by way of sales. This idiot was in for a minor payday at best, so she handed him $45, and he got mad and started swinging a gun around, and she got scared, and I was nearby, and I got scared, and suddenly, whoosh, the flaming wings. I didn't fly. I mean, the ceiling was really low. 
but one of my wings stretched out at the guy and slammed into his chest and knocked him into two spinner racks, and then he and a few dozen paperbacks slammed into the wall and tumbled to the floor. Ms. Ramirez was screaming, and I think I was too, and then I was running out of the bookstore, wings still flaming, and I ran around the corner down an alley, and I hid behind a dumpster until the wings were gone. So tonight, I'm on the news. I'm watching it right now with my parents. I got nervous at first because Ms. Ramirez's security camera caught the whole thing. Sort of. There's the guy, holding his gun and yelling at her, and suddenly, whoosh, a plume of flame slams into the poor guy, and the camera goes dead. I felt so powerful. But accidental crime fighting? Not my plan. No, I want to go out, find the bad guys, use my superpowers to be a superhero. I just need to figure out a costume. And how to activate my powers on purpose. Day 34. Oh man, I did it. Twice. I was out at the water tower, just looking up at it, feeling angry, feeling scared, feeling so frustrated that I couldn't get over this fear of jumping off that water tower. I've never liked heights, ever. But I have flaming wings. I'm not going to fall. And suddenly... My wings were there. I willed it. I made it happen. I was so startled by it that they disappeared as quickly as they appeared. But then I did it again. I did it again. It was so awesome. I said before that I felt powerful. And I did. I felt a surge of adrenaline. The tree that people use to climb up the ladder so they can paint graffiti on the water tower. Well, it's not there anymore. I punched it and broke off a nice chunk, and then I punched it again and knocked it over. I'm a superhero, a legit superhero, with the superpower of flaming wings and apparently super strength. I have to be careful, because my powers are pretty flashy. I can only do this in costume, which means I need to get a costume. Day 35. Okay, the super suit. So, if I'm going to be a superhero, I need a super suit that can protect me and protect my identity. I'm especially worried about protecting me. So, if I don't have super skin like Superman, or armor like Iron Man, or millions of dollars like Batman, or does he have billions? Doesn't matter. He's a millionaire or a billionaire, and I'm a, a hundredaire, if that. But the local sports depot had just what the doctor ordered. Motocross gear. It's lightweight. The helmet has its face piece, and that covers my face and protects my identity. And there's a little bit of protection around the torso and the legs and the elbows. I'm not bulletproof, but I will be protected from a fall. And I really have not gotten the hang of landing. I went out and flew again, and it was not good. I'm pretty banged up. I ran into a tree. I just need to work on it. Oh, but my superhero name, Kid Raptor. I mean, the raptor part is obvious. With my wings, I'm like a bird of prey, and my prey are the criminals out there. I'm sure I can figure out some sort of catchphrase that uses some of these concepts of predator and prey and heroes and villains. The kid part is strategic. I'm young, 19 years old, but hopefully people will think I'm even younger. Maybe it will put them off their guard. And in a few years, I can make an upgrade in my name, call myself Red Raptor maybe, or something like that. 
It'll be a newsworthy kind of thing if I'm able to get some good publicity. I just need to get some good bird symbol on my suit. Day 36. I climbed the water tower once more. I willed my wings into existence. I jumped off the water tower and kind of flew for a moment. But I suck at flying. I hit a tree again. Suddenly I'm swirling and spinning and the ground rose up to meet me. Without my flaming wings, I would have died. With them, I just felt stupid. So far, the only success I've had with my wings has been almost accidental. I'm going to keep this journal, warts and all, because if I'm a successful superhero, this journal can be an inspiration to someone out there about how a wimpy, geeky loser overcame fears and stuff and became a superhero or something. If not, I'll just delete the journal and no one needs to ever know I tried and failed. Day 42. Today was the day. After all the preparation, the practice, the costume, I did it. I was a superhero. I was Kid Raptor. And though I'm still not sure about the name, I was super and I was a hero. Hector and I were at City Hall for a special ceremony. The state had a contest for high school students that had something to do with making wind turbines a better source of energy or something. I don't know the fine detail, but Hector's brother entered the contest and got second place with his team from the new Metro High School, and the mayor wanted to celebrate their achievement. So they were all up there on the steps of City Hall. The mayor, the three other kids from New Metro, all of them younger than me. There was his entourage and some armed guards. The sidewalk and lawn area in front of City Hall were packed with about 100 people, and the marching band from the high school was playing off to the side of the crowd. I went to high school with some of these kids, but I was a senior, and those kids would have been a freshman at the time. Most of my classmates at the time were working out what college they were going to go to. I was busy disappointing my parents by trying to keep up the pretense of being a slacker. But that was before. I'm not a slacker anymore. I'm a... Well, if you're reading this, you know I'm a superhero. Everyone seemed so happy as the mayor took his place, and the high school science geniuses got put in their places by the mayor's personal assistants. I realized, though, in a crowd like this, there could be some pickpockets or some other kind of petty crime. I had my costume in my backpack. Hector didn't have any reason to question why I had my backpack. I think he just figured I'd need to go back to class after this. I started wandering around the crowd. This, this could be my first big moment. Bigger than the bookstore incident. I just wasn't sure what I would do if I saw something and needed to change into my costume. It wasn't a quick procedure. I heard a voice. Hey, Jimbo. I spun around to look back and saw a face that was familiar pushing its way through the crowd. The face was familiar, but not welcome. Dave Edwards. I probably should have known... One of the high school science kids being honored was Tina Edwards, his sister. It didn't cross my mind. I hadn't thought of Dave Edwards since high school. I didn't want to think of him now. The guy was a complete jerk. I knew it was you. What you doing here? Here for the science nerds? I nodded, still a little bit distracted from the crowd, still looking to see if I could see any bad guys. I mean, actual bad guys, not guys like Dave 
cool, man. I'm here with my mom and stuff because my sister's one of the giant nerds up there. <laughs> nerds. He jabbed me with his elbow. Am I right? All the old feelings rushed back. Fear and annoyance and pain and emotional pain and physical pain. Physical pain in my sternum. Whenever he picked on me in school, he always capped it off by flicking the knuckle of his middle finger into the center of my chest. I don't know how he did it. I couldn't replicate it. It was like his own weird, useless, bullying superpower, and it hurt like crazy. Citizens of New Metro, the mayor's voice boomed over the lawn. I breathed a sigh of relief as Dave turned his attention to the stairs of City Hall. It gives me great pleasure to introduce to you today... Rat Trap! Another voice boomed. I mean, it was loud and echoed, but maybe boomed isn't quite the description I should apply to his voice. Thank you for the introduction, Mayor. A tall, lanky body trotted up the stairs to take its place next to the mayor. Rat trap? What was going on? This guy, clad in a gray jumpsuit with some black highlights along his arms and legs, which gave him even more of a lanky appearance, called himself Rat Trap? There was only one explanation. This guy was... a supervillain. He had his own megaphone held up to his elongated mouth and snout. I couldn't help but stare. Had this guy become a rat-themed villain because he had a mutated head that looked like a rat's? Or had he had cosmetic surgery done to his face because he wanted it to go with the rat theme for his supervillainy? I don't know. He spoke. Hello, people of New Metro. It is I, Rat Trap, the master of rodents, and we have come to break up your celebration, mainly because we want the energy transfer component from these bright young children's wind turbine. Oh, who's we, you may ask? Well, say hello to my little friends. I rolled my eyes. He'd scripted that. He had to. The crowd pressed in against me, and one of the people in the crowd that pressed in closest was Dave. How was I going to get out of this? I needed to put on my costume. Energy transfer component, Dave said. Why'd this dude come out here to steal it now? Why didn't he just break into our house and steal it when no one was looking? It was a smart question. Smarter than I expected from Dave. I felt another person press up against me. There was no way I was going to be able to change into Kid Raptor without people knowing it was me. But then I could see why the crowd was pressing in. Around the perimeter of the crowd were rats. Dozens and dozens of rats. Dude, I can't see my mom, Dave said. And I couldn't see Hector. I looked around, just trying to find a place to change. To change into Kid Raptor. I had found my first prey. I was only vaguely aware of the commotion on the steps of City Hall. Three giant rats were menacing the mayor and the students. I heard Hector's brother scream while Tina was trying to get him to calm down. Rat Trap was screeching his manifesto about the philosophy of the rat to the crowd, while the police couldn't get close enough to do anything because they too were surrounded by rats. I saw a city utilities truck parked off to the side of City Hall. That could work if I could just get to it. I pushed through the crowd, and I stopped briefly at the edge of the crowd. The rats. Did he control them somehow, or just train them? Either way, they were huge, and they were effectively keeping the crowd in place. Ain't nothing to it but to do it, I muttered, and sprinted away from the tight crowd. I jumped over the line of rats and ran across the open air of the lawn. 
A couple rats startled back as I did. Then they started chasing me across the lawn. I'm not sure who else noticed I was running since most of the people were looking up at Rat Trap while he ranted about clean energy and no place for the rats in this world. And then he said something about recycling that may or may not have made sense in the context of his ranting. I couldn't tell if clean energy was something he wanted to steal and destroy or steal and use for his own evil purposes. He may have prepared his speechifying ahead of time, but he really wasn't on point. I could hear the rats at my heels. They were only the size of a large house cat, but that was big enough to cause me concern. I had to get to that truck in time. And I prayed that no one saw me when I did. Reaching the truck, I took off my backpack and swung it at the rats, connecting with one solidly on the side of its face. The others cringed back as their partner was thrown against the fender of the truck. The door to the truck was locked, but the truck would hide me from the crowd. Staring down the two remaining conscious rats, I removed my flannel shirt. One rat lunged at me, and I shoved the shirt into its open mouth as it tried to bite me. A kick knocked it back, and I tore open my backpack and threw on my black and red jacket. Kicking off my shoes while I put on my helmet, I watched the two rats carefully as the one rat helped the other one pull the flannel shirt out of its mouth. They then gazed at me, waiting for the time to strike. Were they hungry? It looked like they were hungry. I pulled on my pants and my boots simultaneously, as if they had a mental link or something, and who knows, maybe they did. They charged at me. I willed my flaming wings into existence, and as the rats leapt at me, I was able to swing my wings under the jumping rats, catching them under their heads and on what would be their chests. Uh, assuming four-legged mammals even have chests? I don't know what you would call that. And I flipped them up into the air, and over the truck. Then I jumped up into the air myself after them, taking flight. I landed on top of the box truck, and I punched down with my wings. The flames did not catch the rats on fire, but those poor creatures were knocked unconscious. Then I took flight again for real. All attention turned to me. The crowd, the mare, the kids, the rats, and the supervillain. I circled overhead. Rat Trap stopped his rant and looked at me over the top of his megaphone, which he still held in place. Every single rat cocked their head to the side and looked in my direction, and from the crowd came gasps, a fist pump, a few cheers, and a bit of laughter. Relief. They were safe. Time for you to stop, I said. Who the blazes are you, Rat Trap said. I answered with a grin, pleased to introduce myself to the world. I'm Kid Raptor, and you are my prey. Rat Trap squinted as he looked at me, then shouted into his megaphone, What? Do you have dinosaur powers or something? I touched down gently on the stairs of City Hall. A raptor is a bird of prey, I said. I'm pretty sure it's a dinosaur, Rat Trap said. I maybe need to work on the branding, I know. Uh, actually, I think it's too late for that now. Until I make the transition into adult superhero when I can change to, like, Red Raptor or whatever I was planning on doing. Anyway, Rat Trap yelled out, Ben! Templeton! Rizzo! Stewart! Attack! The four biggest and meanest-looking rats scurried in my direction. The other rats also broke formation from the crowd 
and I could see the people of the crowd taking advantage and running in the opposite direction. Not everyone, of course. Some stayed and snapped pictures and video with their phones. The rats closed in, and I turned my attention to them. Fighting four enormous rats and saving the mayor and a high school science club's award-winning project? Magic. Just plain magic. A rat leaped at me. Was it Ben? Templeton? Who knew? Who cared? I held my wings in front of me like a shield, and when the rat was close enough, I batted it away, the fiery feathers slamming into the poor creature's side and tossing it to the immaculately manicured lawn. It rolled and scrambled back up on its feet, running at me once more, but the other three were also bearing down on me, while behind them, the rest of the rats formed a sort of half-circle. Flashbacks to junior high. Kids forming a circle around us as Dave Edwards grappled with me and punched me. The rats made the classic kung fu movie bad guy error and came at me one at a time. I batted them away as they leaped toward me, teeth exposed and claws extended, my face their intended target. When I batted away the first rat a second time, the four rats stopped and moved to surround me. Was Rat Trap controlling them? Were they super intelligent? He was barking orders at them. Could they understand him, or was it some sort of mind control thing? Whatever it was, they were now working together. But they were also gravity-bound, and I was not. The two in front of me jumped into action as I floated up into the air above them. They stopped in their tracks and looked up at me, wishing I had some sort of net gun or something. I left Ben, Templeton, Rizzo, and Stuart behind me and flew toward the real problem. Rat Trap saw me coming and he shouted into his megaphone, Come to me! Come protect me! I landed next to Rat Trap and looked over my shoulder. The rats were stampeding across the lawn. I grabbed Rat Trap by the shoulder. I was only as tall as his shoulder, but he shrank away from me as I took hold of him, his rat-like mouth forming an expression that I think came from fear. It was hard to tell. Stuart was a mouse, I said. You know that, right? Suddenly, I hoped no one who was recording the battle on their phones were close enough to catch the audio of my interaction. That quip should have been workshopped a bit. If I wanted to be known for my witty banter, I'd need some practice. Suddenly, Rat Trap scripting his lines didn't seem so bad. Rat Trap's eyebrows arched. What are you talking about? Stuart Little, I answered. I felt like I had to now. He was a mouse, not a rat. Your other rats have rat names. Ben and Templeton and Rizzo, they're all rats. Uh, never mind. That's your line, Rat Trap said. Your banter sucks. Up until now, I wanted to stop Rat Trap, not hurt him. I fought the urge to backhand him with my flaming wings. Can you backhand with a wing? I don't know. I just said, I know, just shut up and call off your rats. His lips curled in another expression I just couldn't determine. Contempt? Anger? Disgust? Rat Trap put his megaphone up to his mouth. No, my friends, turn around. Go after the people. The people! Looking back over my shoulder, Ben, Templeton, Rizzo, and Stuart stopped running toward the steps of City Hall and were now running toward the people. One by one, phones were lowered as the people realized that the four giant rats and the dozens of cat-sized rats were once more a threat to them. I'll be back for you, I promised, and took off into the air again. I wasn't sure what I was going to do, but there were now a couple dozen abnormally sized rats running toward people with no defense. 
except me. All I knew was I had powers, people were in trouble, and I was the only one here to do something to help them. It's why superheroes do what they do, right? The people were running from the rats, which bought me a little extra time. I reached down and grabbed one of the rats from the back of the pack. This was not one of the named rats, but I imagine that Rat Trap had probably named all of them. This was maybe Remy or something. Splinter? Heck, it could even be Mickey. Rat Trap didn't seem to care. Behind me, I heard Rat Trap shouting into his megaphone. Attack! Just attack! What was this guy's plan? How was he planning to get the generator even out of here? How was he controlling the rats? Was it through his megaphone? I saw some of the rats on the heels of a woman who was trying to run in the grass wearing high heels while also holding her phone behind her to catch the action. Attack him, scabbers! Attack him! The rat I held by the tail started writhing around, trying to claw at me. Scabbers. That was a good pet name for a rat. I wondered if Rat Trap really steeped himself in the rats of pop culture and actually read the books they came from, or if he did a web search for rat pet names. Whatever he did, Scabbers was working hard to get me, and my costume provided some protection, but it was not true body armor. The costume was getting torn up a bit. Get him! Get him! Get them all, my rats! Get them all! It threw my flight off balance for a moment, but I twirled the rat around by its tail and threw it back behind me. They were receiving commands from him by megaphone. I didn't know how it worked, and I didn't care, but I was convinced that that was what he did to control them. I briefly considered going after him and getting the megaphone, but the rats would reach the people before I could take care of that. I put on a bit more speed and got between the rats and the people, spreading my wings and then swinging them at the rats as they came closer. They all stopped chasing the people and stared at the source of their irritation. Me. I was the predator. They were the prey. Then they attacked. Not one at a time. They attacked me as one. As they jumped at me, I swung my wings and batted them away. And I started pressing forward, herding the rats towards City Hall. The kids had run away and now was only the mayor and the villain on the steps at the podium. Since the rats were told to attack me, the people behind me were able to get away, but there were so many rats that I was not able to stop all of them with my wings. A couple of them got to me, climbing on my clothes and tearing at my legs and chest. Still, I pushed forward to get to the steps of City Hall. I couldn't take flight. There were too many of them, and they were holding me down. I wasn't hurt bad, but I was bleeding, and I had no idea how much time this would take. But glancing up, I saw Rat Trap yelling into his megaphone again. I had to get to him and get that thing away from him. I jumped into the air to fly, and the biggest of the rats attacked me just at that moment, latched onto my legs, and distracted and in pain, I crashed to the ground again without thinking... Or maybe I should say with just the one thought of taking out that megaphone, I rose up to my knees, the rats still clawing at my clothes, and I reached out one hand. A beam of light cut through the air in front of me and hit the city hall doors behind Rat Trap and the mayor. I held out my other hand and let loose another beam of light that hit the megaphone perfectly. It exploded in his hand and suddenly the rats stopped attacking. I stood up and looked down. The rats stumbled around in a daze, shaking off whatever they were feeling. Police cars were starting to arrive, and I saw one SWAT car pulling up, and two animal control trucks. I looked over my shoulder, 
Rattrap looked upset that his plan had not worked, but I still wasn't sure what his plan was. It wasn't until I saw him mugging for the news cameras and phones as the police took him away in cuffs that I realized the truth. He wasn't interested in the generator. He was in it for the publicity. As he passed one news crew, he shouted out, In the future, think twice about how you treat the rats. They belong to this earth just as we do. A villain with a message. Ugh. The animal control team rounded up as many rats as they could and took them all away. Where they were going and what would happen to them, I had no clue. I was just glad it was over. The mayor approached me, a huge smile on his face. He thanked me over and over and over, and then said, Kid Raptor, right? Yes, sir, I said, and I'm at your service to help this city whenever I can. He nodded dismissively. Uh-huh. Why Kid Raptor? Why not Kid Pterodactyl? I sighed. Raptor, like a bird of prey. So no dinosaur powers. I shook my head. He shrugged. I guess it makes sense in a literal sense, but ever since Jurassic Park, Raptor is strictly dinosaur stuff for most people. He couldn't see my scowl behind my faceplate. I guess I'll just have to educate them on that, I said, feeling a little dumb even as I said it. But then I spread my wings and took to the sky. The feelings of annoyance were replaced by the euphoria of flight. And an overwhelming fear of falling. I went to the water tower and landed there. This thing was empty, unused for years. Could this be my, my raptor's nest? My secret superhero lair? I'd have to find a way to get inside, but there were possibilities. I hopped off the water tower to fly to the earth below, but instead plummeted and crashed again. I really need to practice this whole flying thing. Or maybe it's I need to practice the whole landing thing. At home, my parents had lots of questions about the ceremony. Hector called me, worried about what had happened to me after we got separated. It was all they could talk about on the news, but I was relieved to see that none of the videos from people's phones gave any clue who the guy with the flaming wings was. My secret was safe. Same with everything else I saw on social media. One of the newscasters did say something on air about my name. Kid Raptor, does he have some sort of dinosaur powers? And there's now a Facebook fan group that just popped up. Even as I was writing this. Only one. It's called Kid Raptor is a stupid name and we hate his stupid face. There's 12 members and two posts. One post says, That idiot needs to earn his name and prove that he has super speed like a real Velociraptor. The other's a poll with two choices. Which is more true, it asks. Choice one, Kid Raptor has a stupid name because he doesn't have dinosaur powers. Choice two, Kid Raptor has a stupid costume because it's dumb. I noticed that Dave Edwards is in that group. Even so, I'm just celebrating that I'd saved the mayor and a bunch of other people. I was a superhero. I had superhero powers. I had a new power that I had to figure out. I could blast light rays out of my hands. Yes, I was a superhero. I was Kid Raptor. From the journals of Kid Raptor, a random story was a Supersonic Pod Comics production, copyright 2020.
To find out more about Supersonic Pod Comics and to find new episodes, please visit supersonicpodcomics.com. Please join the conversation with the cast, crew, and community at facebook.com slash supersonicpodcomics, on Instagram, where we are, supersonicpodcomics, and on Twitter at supersonicpod. Supersonic Pod Comics would not be possible without the support of our Kickstarter and Patreon supporters. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out our Patreon page to find out how you can support the creation of more audio dramas from Supersonic Pod Comics and get access to exclusive bonus content. Just go to patreon.com slash supersonicpodcomics.